Hey guys, it's Naomi from What Goes Naomi. It's been a long time as usual. And I promise you that I am trying to find a consistent schedule for uploading. It's, I've just been going through a lot, a lot, a lot of changes. As I've been, I've had three jobs, three different jobs in the last three months. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying my best to make things work. Uh, if you don't know, which I guess you haven't because I didn't say it the last time, whenever that was that I uploaded, that I'm an insurance agent. I do insurance on the side now. And I also have my, my full-time job. And I'm also I'm still writing. I'm still doing the business stuff. I'm just trying to find that work-life balance and really put my energy into things into the things that are really gonna benefit me. And the thing that I figured out this past month when I was out of work because I got sick, so I had to quarantine for two weeks, and then I found I was offered this job that I have now that has um about I get about four dollars more per per hour which is a really big deal for me (laughs) because the last year I've been like really in survival mode and the last two months especially but this last month has really heavily been about that about getting out of survival mode and that's really something that I just kind of want to talk about I want to talk about fears more and talk about manifestations more I want to talk about all that jazz so about ways to combat your own your fears how to get over them. So I have four tips here that are going to help you combat your fears. The first tip is to identify the source of your fear. So when we get scared, when we find ourselves in survival mode, when we find ourselves try- like back in the corner, we're just trying to get by, something, something is inside of us is afraid. Something is broken. Something is, is out of balance. Something got us there. We have to figure out what the trigger was, why we're here, why, we, why we're not where we want to be. We have to get really real with ourselves about why we're here and really real with ourselves about where we want to go. So for me, the last few weeks has been a lot of financial stress, a lot of trying to reroute my life because I thought by this time, like in November, December, I thought by this time I would be in a much better spot than where I'm at right now, which, you know, hey, that's how life goes, right? But Right now, I'm just focusing on being grateful because I have a roof over my head. I have support. I have love. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And these are all things I want to get into in a, in a bit. But that's just, yeah, that's where, I'm, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm at a place where I'm not satisfied by any means with where I'm at. But I am really grateful to be where I'm at because I, it allowed me the time and the space to really confront where I was financially, and I put myself there, you know, I, I, there are so many times where I would take a look at my financial situation seriously, get stressed the fuck out after like a month or two of doing that, and then I would be like, mm, I'm not doing that, I'm, I'm not gonna like look at them, I'm just gonna, yeah, and then, you know, and that's how you get stuck in this survival mode situation, because you're not really aware, like, what's coming and going. You're just like, oh, wait, I thought I had money. I thought this, you know, I didn't think that was due yet, you know. And just taking a look at what's due when has really helped me. This this job that I have now, I get paid every week. So that's that's a big blessing, honestly. Because it's it's 
honestly keeping me more on my toes to know that, okay, well, just because I'm getting paid every week doesn't mean I can blow it on things I don't need or even invest in my business when I don't actually have the money to invest, which is something that I've done in the past several months whenever I had free money or not free money, but money that I didn't think that I needed for anything else (laughs) when I, you know, I did. I would just put it into business stuff, you know, essential oils and just materials and products and labels and things like that and, you know, business fees. But getting just getting really real about where I'm where I'm at and like recognizing I don't feel safe a lot of the time. And honestly, that's a that's a trauma thing from other stuff in my, you know, my past. And like it's important to recognize that you're in a state of fear so you don't lash out at people because of the things that you're not willing to recognize, you know? So getting really real about where you are, why you're there, taking ownership of where you're at, the position that you're at in your life, but not stopping there. You know, you have to you have to manifest. Part of manifesting is visualizing and having faith, but putting in the action. You have to put in the action. And, you know, it's not always as fast. Most of the time it's not as fast as we want it to be. But that's because, you know, Better things are afoot for us than what we think we want, you know? Tip number two is do doing grounding work. This has really helped me. Even if you're not spiritual, I think doing some type of grounding work is essential if you want to have some sort of um, intentionality about your day. If you want to not necessarily be in control of your day because you can't really be in control of your day, but... Moving through your day with intention and mindfulness, I think, is really important. And, you know, when you're in a state of survival mode, when you're in a state of fear a lot and just not really, you don't, you just, you're lacking security, it's important to have some tools in your belt that can help ground you in that moment, no matter if you're spiritual or religious or, or you know, atheist or whatever the case may be. It's just important to have something in place, a system in place that can help you calm down and realize things aren't as bad as they seem. Because when we're, when we're being reactionary, everything is a threat almost, you know, to peace of mind and like balance and sanity. And you have to remind yourself, you have to put in the work consistently to be like, okay, I'm okay. You know, things are not as bad as they seem, even though things might be bad, you know, you have to be able to talk yourself down. You have to, you know, be able to go on a walk, maybe if you're not necessarily wanting to journal or anything like that, you know. For me, journaling really works, and that's been my form of meditation the last several months. Like, I kid you not, I bought like, uh, I guess it was like a a seven or eight pack of journals. (laughs) A few, like in, I think, August or September or something like that. And I started intentionally journaling and doing a shadow work. And if you don't know what shadow work is, it's basically just doing work on your demons, essentially, like metaphorically work on your demon. Unless, you know, you work with demons, you know, and that's that's cool if you do. (laughs) Yeah, shadow work is just basically facing your fears and getting to the nitty gritty of what makes you tick, like your, your dark side, basically. And facing it is really hard to do, obviously. So a lot of people don't do that. They just drown their self in vices, which teach their own, <laughs> teach their own. Sometimes vices can help. Sometimes they, they hinder you, you know, be responsible with your vices, <laughs> please. Yeah. So it's, it's a really hard thing to do, but you do it because you want to come out of your darkness and not even necessarily in a brighter position. Yeah, that that's 
awesome if it is super bright maybe not but um even if it's just like in a space of gray which doesn't sound very motivational <laughs> to to you know walk through your darkness but the gray is a lot a lot lighter than the than the black you know i probably sound like an asshole <laughs> but just putting yourself in a spot where you're really taking care of yourself so you can be a healthier version of, of yourself for you most importantly but for Anybody else that really comes into your life that you care about, like a spouse or spouses or, you know, if you want to be a parent, you have to really, really deal with your shit. Otherwise, you pass your shit on to your kids and your your kids get fucked up or your partners get fucked up. That's all trauma is transferred, you know, energy is transferred. And I started taking therapy. I don't know why I said like that. <laughs> I started taking therapy um, it was in October. There was a, a, some stuff that happened that triggered me in a big way and I was like okay I'm thinking about not being here anymore and not that I was gonna kill myself or anything like that it was just a existential thing I was like I'm just tired I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to be here anymore and I was like okay well it's gotten to this point enough in the past and right right now it was back then it was really bad so I was like okay I need to get some type of help and this guy that I watch on YouTube hot you got you might know him Heinz h-i-n-d-z he goes behind or hindsight. He's really, really cool. He's really a big motivation for me. He he was sponsored by BetterHelp quite often, and I mean, when I I remember just like hearing and listening to his his ads, his sponsorship ads for them, and just being like, you know, yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, big whoop. Um, and I was made to take therapy when I was younger, so I was really resistant to the idea of it because you know, obviously, something's forced on you when you're younger. You don't really want to entertain it when um you're of age when you're an adult and stuff so i was just like this i don't know but as, for a while even before that i was like i want to take therapy i just can't really afford it right now because i was living paycheck to paycheck and it was just you know meh. but at that particular point in october i was like you know this is bad and like the people that i would go to in a case like this when i was getting triggered were part of the triggering in a lot of ways so it was just okay i <laughs> just like i need to talk to someone licensed someone seasoned someone embedded and it worked <laughs> i don't currently have my ther therapist right now because i was out of work f for a month and i couldn't i could barely afford it at the time but and i was on a reduced plan too i had to go down to a reduced plan but i will get her back i told her before i um stopped seeing her that I was like you know i'm in a in a bind right now financially trying to find a better job so i will seek you out and she told me about a more um, affordable option through her private practice and i'm gonna seek her out even if it is through better help like I, I do recommend some therapy like it it was affordable in the sense that you know it's a lot more affordable than traditional therapy for a lot of people um for some people maybe not maybe they have reduced plans through like healthcare and whatnot um i just got <laughs> insurance so <laughs> i don't know um but yeah no just just seeing i got so sidetracked i got so i got so sidetracked that's that adhd kicking in i'm sorry <laughs> this is why i couldn't like do scripted i've okay that's for another time anyway so i i took to therapy and it was it was my decision it was my choice and i felt really good about that choice and i you know it was teletherapy so i didn't have to go into the office every week or every other week or whatever chose the option to um, talk on the phone rather than like FaceTime through the BetterHelp app. 
and it was just really, really helpful because I was going through a lot of stuff like with my mom, confronting my feelings of not feeling worthy of love and just my abandonment issues. And these are things I'm still, you know, working through, but I've made a lot of progress just from journaling like on my own. And then also the added, like the addition of doing therapy and talking to a licensed professional about it, it was just really, really awesome. One day I would like to be <laughs> sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not sponsored, but that'll be pretty tight. <laughs> But yeah, really, really getting in a routine of putting yourself first. I, I just, for me, that's self-care. Like self-care, I think, comes into a lot of different shapes and forms for people. Like a lot of people think of self-care as, you know, just like pampering, you know, like a facial or a spa day or something like that. And that totally is self-care. But there's, I mean, there's other forms of self-care. There's spiritual self-care, there's mental, you know, self-care, emotional self-care. I take it so seriously. I do things every day to make sure that I'm doing self-care because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm important. My shit's important, you know? <laughs> like, I, I don't ever want to not put myself first because I'm, like, you know, not trying to face my own demons or my fears or whatever. A journal, if not every day, pretty much every other day, but it's pretty much every day. <laughs> Sometimes from work, I, I don't, I get tired if I have to get up super early and I you know I just don't feel like doing it when I get home or whatever but I'll usually I'll jot down things in my notes and if I don't then I just play catch up that like whenever I get back to journaling it's like a usually a super long post like not a post a super long journal entry <laughs> and I also just started doing um I have an art journal now I bought like <laughs> okay random but like in November and December, I came across these art blogs on YouTube and they're really beautiful. And they inspired me because I've been wanting to get like really into art. I'm a writer, but I, I suck at art, <laughs> like painting and drawing and stuff. So I'm anyway, the vlogs inspired me to get like materials. <laughs> and I got this like German art book from this girl that I watch on YouTube. Well, it wasn't from her, but like it was in her video. It was just like this botanical garden, like garden illustration book. And it's beautiful, by the way. It's beautiful. And I started on like one of the like really simple <laughs> plants and I was so bad. It was really bad. It was ba like, you should just see the suns that I make. They're just bad. <laughs> I know practice makes perfect. I really, I do want to like just get more into art because I have a lot of self-expression. I feel like it's just been bottled up for most of my life, especially like realizing I'm like on, on the spectrum at 20, at the time I was 26 last year, like early last year, I realized I was on the spectrum um, of autism and whatnot, you know? And then also like, well, I guess it's been like four, four or five years now, me being out and in November actually, I was like, oh, you're a lesbian. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, by Pam before. I was like, oh, no, you're a lesbian. So there's just like a lot of self-expression stuff that just, I'm a late bloomer, y'all. I'm a late bloomer. I'm going to be 28 in May. And there's just a lot of stuff I feel like I've never done or said or like created. I, I don't know. I just, I have a, a, <laughs> a lust to, to do all of that. And like, Maybe I want to chop my hair off and I mean, I have an undercut, but maybe I, I do. I've been thinking about that, actually. Okay, this is <laughs> really tangenty, but I've been thinking about um, getting, getting like a short, not a short boy cut, but like, you know, if you know Jade Fox 
from from YouTube, like her hairstyle, something like that. Something died. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I want to keep the undercut. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Tip number three is to practice gratitude. And I know that this is easier said than done. When you're when you're going through it, you're not thinking about the shit that you're grateful for, but I kid you not, it makes a difference to just go through the things that you're grateful for, even if it's the most basic stuff. Like I said earlier, I'm grateful for like my 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 shelter, or like my living situation. It's not ideal. I live with my grandmother still. <laughs> um, she'd be in a way sometimes, but um (laughs) but you know I'm grateful that I have that support there and I'm grateful that I'm able to save even though I'm not at the job or I'm not at a spot in my career where I would like to be financially able to live on my own you know I'm still grateful that I can save and I can work on insurance even though I haven't sold anything yet you know I'm I'm getting better at it and more comfortable with it I take the bus to work and I mean, I don't, I don't drive, but you know, the bus is free. So that's, you know, it's just a little, the little things that add up, like you just have to pep up your, your mind and your spirit, your body, like whatever, you know, you just gotta be present because if you're always looking towards the future, you're, you're just going to be in a state of lack always because you're never going to be happy with where you are. scratchy there you're never going to be happy with where you are if you don't be appreciative of what you have now (laughs) like just just list off shit just list list off shit like i literally like plan it in my in my journal in my journal excuse me to be to be grateful to make a gratitude list and i don't always write it down you know but mostly when I am journaling, I do write it down. Sometimes I just, you know, list off things in my head. Or when I'm at work, I, I do that too. And that brings me into, like, my last tip is to do affirmations. Like, I know, like, I feel like affirmations sometimes get a bad rep. But they fucking work. Like, I remember, like, five years ago, the roommate that I had at the time was, <laughs> he was, we were talking about affirmations. Like, it just came up for some reason. And he was like, why would I, I was like, you should get something with affirmations on it and put it like, like a mug or like some wall decor or something. I don't know. He was like, why would I do that? And it was just with the way with what, how he said it. I don't know. I guess at the time I was, I was really impressionable at the time too and naive and I didn't have much of a backbone. I did, yeah. So I just kind of, but the point is that the affirmations are personal. Like they're customizable to you. Like. For example, when I'm at work or like any time of the day when I don't feel safe and I feel anxious or anything like that, or I just don't feel like secure, I'm like, I'm safe. I am okay. I am loved. I'm supported. You know, and I just repeat those because they they work, they help. And I do it on autopilot. I do it on autopilot now because I've just gotten the habit of doing it consistently and it's it's so important, A, just to feel all of those things, but to acknowledge that you are when you're trying to get out, out of being in a state of fear because or, or survival mode because if you don't put in the work, you're gonna stay there forever. Like you're gonna you're gonna be stuck there. And like the longer that it goes on, the harder it is to get out. The older you get, the harder it is to get out, I feel like, because you're gonna be in this mode of self pity because 
society makes us think, you know, the older we get, the more successful we should be. You know, if you're successful, then you're not living in a state of survival mode. You're not living in a state of fear. You know, you're 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 happy and you're thriving is what you know they they tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just think that affirmations go a long way. I think that being grat uh, being gratitude. <laughs> I I don't know what accent that was. I I was tongue tied, but. <laughs> practicing gratitude goes a long way and you know doing grounding work having some sort of routine around that helps a lot but most importantly that first tip is identifying your fear so you can like recognize when you're being triggered because if you don't I I guess I didn't touch on that but if you don't recognize when you're being triggered you just lash out at people or you do something emotionally hurtful to somebody because you don't really understand what's happening to you and you take it out out on somebody that you care about and i mean i've done this before it sucks you know you apologize and you know you hopefully you grow from it move on and don't repeat the cycle yeah that's where i'm at right now and i'm i'm getting i'm really trying to grow the podcast the blog my business my online presence and because i want to i want to add more value to people i want to and not for, I mean, maybe for ego reasons, but for the sake of growth, because technically I'm at the same spot I was last year with, with the podcast, um, at least, well, business stuff too. I've got, <laughs> but I've grown a lot and I've like actually pursued a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do last year. I did it. It's just, I started those seeds that I haven't like reaped any harvest from them. And that's, I guess, makes us feel like we're not really progressing, even though we are you know, those are my four tips for getting out of survival mode and combating your fear. And follow me on Instagram at Naomi and on TikTok at Naomi. There, there might be some cringy TikToks. <laughs> I'm trying to get on LGBTQ TikTok without doing thirst traps. It's hard. And I'm not, I'm not a thirst trap bitch. Like I, I don't have the jawline. <laughs> I don't I don't have um the broodings like like okay so I'm like a baby butch I consider myself a baby butch because I'm butch <laughs> I'm still a baby gay I'm very inexperienced and yeah that's just where I'm at <laughs> okay bye guys